and welcome back to the Tennis Podcast. This is episode 162, brought to you by our friends at Blue Wire. I'm Nick. I'm the host of the show. And if you've been sleeping under a rock, you may have missed the news that my regular sidekick host, Brandon, is on a hiatus. Therefore, I am joined by a new guest sidekick host every week until he's back. And today, I am happy to be joined by my new guest sidekick host, Mike Sago from The Link Podcast. Mike, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm excited to be here. We did this once on my podcast, so now I'm yes. excited to play a road game. It's going to be fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> we talk about a lot of stuff on the Link Podcast, so I was concerned. I'm like, we do music, movies, TV, everything. I've done book episodes, video games. So it's like, I don't know what you're going to throw at me. I still don't, but I'm just going to do my best not to embarrass myself. And if I do, it'll just be funny. So it's fine. Well, yeah, even if you don't embarrass yourself, I'll embarrass you. I'll find a way I love on this that. episode. So don't worry that. about it. But I picked a topic I think you're going to do good. <laughs> okay. Let's tell the listeners a little more about you. I found you from your show, The Link. It's a great podcast where you interview new guests every week. I was on it back on, uh, oh, I have it here, episode 29. That's right. I guess the top 10 biggest opening weekends in movie history. Mm -hmm. I love your show, but let's hear from the horse's mouth, if you will. Tell us about you, Mike, and brief overview of your show. Yeah, my show is really, I switch it up every week. I tried so hard when I was starting to find a niche, and then I just realized that I was beating myself up, and I wasn't ever going to find the one specific lane I wanted to stay in. So I kind of just mix it up, but I found a lot of cool guests. I mostly like to just talk about people's process behind whatever they're doing. Mm -hmm. Some form of art, whether it's acting, I've had authors, I've had musicians, I've had people that draw, do comic books. Some pretty big names, too. Thanks. Yeah, you try, you know, you shoot out mm -hmm. all the DMs out there and pray that one of them catch. Yeah. But, but yeah, so the podcast ended up just like growing and now I'm a year in and just had our first birthday, which is cool. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. So it's going really well. And then I do another show on YouTube, the Mike the Mush Sports Show, because uh, I used to work at ESPN. At first, I thought it was going to be a sports thing that I was going to do. And then it just didn't end up being that way. And then once I got my footing on the podcast, I wanted to do a sports one. So I added a second. So you guys can catch that on YouTube if you're into sports. So your sports show, uh -huh. I haven't listened to because I'm not into sports. I'm sure it's great. Fair enough. However, that's a great segue into today's topic. Oh, God. And I like doing sports lists. We've done a few on the show, me and Brandon. I like doing them since I don't know a lot about them. I think it adds a little fun layer to the guessing <laughs> since, yeah. Okay. okay. So, I have brought you a sports list today. Actually, before I tell you the list, what are your sports? Like, what, what do you watch? I mean, are oh, you kind of all over the place? Or? Yeah, I'm all yeah. over the place. I love basketball. The main four I'm really into, but basketball is probably my favorite sport. Football. I mean, everything. I really just enjoy boxing, UFC. Good. Yeah, th there's nothing that I'm not into. And if there is, I try to get myself into it. So I try to be well-rounded. It's going to serve you well today because we're talking about basketball. We're talking about UFC. Today, we're talking about the top 10 highest paid athletes of 2021. Ooh. Oh, man. In one year? Okay. Yeah. This is from Forbes. They do this every year. I also pulled some notes from Wikipedia, but mostly Forbes. It's the 10 highest paid athletes in the world based on pre-tax gross earnings. It also breaks out on the field earnings and off the field earnings. Ah. Oh, Which that should be self-explanatory. Yeah. yeah. Endorsement deals. So the money they made in the sport versus money they made on endorsements, sponsorships, things like that. I should mention this is based on the year ending May. Let's see. It's May to May. May 2020 to May 2021. May 1st is my birthday, so I'm a shoo-in for this. 
Whoa. <laughs> it's wow. all coming together. That's going to serve you great on this list. Like, <laughs> I really think that's gonna, really going to help you out. It's all about confidence. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> a record four athletes each earn $100 million or more in the past year. That's a record. Uh, collectively, over a billion dollars between these 10 athletes. Wow. It was a record year for athlete earners. How do you think you're going to do on this? I you think you'll good. do okay? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been in this side. I had you guess when you were on my podcast. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting. But I think I have a good stable off the top, hopefully. Are you into like the business of sports? Yeah, as definitely. Well as, like, yeah, okay. big time. I really find it interesting how, for the most part, the athletes are just normal people. You forget. Mm-hmm. And then I've watched that movie Broke, which is really appropriate for this. I think it was an ESPN 30 for 30 or a documentary or something about people who have a ton of money and then don't. So uh, that'll probably serve me well on this one. <laughs> yeah, I, ho- I hope to know what that's like someday, to have a lot of money and then don't. Yeah, because... Because uh, at least at some point I had money. All those people got something out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Big complainers. They probably bought a pet elephant and it was cool <laughs> or something. It had to be cool for a couple minutes. Come on. Yeah. I mean, what do you do with a pet elephant, though? You ride it. But do you? Gotta. Where do you ride it? Like, through the, through, like, the streets of your local town? I imagine if you're on the top 10 list of highest grossing athletes, you don't really have to worry about, like, getting a traffic citation if you ride an elephant through the streets. I think you're good. That's interesting because number one on this list, well, this is probably spoiling, but number one on this list has had a lot of run-ins with the law that would have ended most people up in prison, I think. <laughs> okay. And he's not in oh, prison. Wow. Huh. But anyway, I've said too much. Why don't you uh, sure. tell me top 10 highest paid athletes of 2021 according to Forbes? All right, Forbes. Let's see. There's a guy named Bryn Forbes in the NBA, but he's not on the list. No, he's not. I'm just flexing my muscles here as we get started. <laughs> Man, you know so much about sports, Mike. You should start Dude. a sports podcast. Really? What would I call it, though? I think I would... Uh, my nickname has been Mush for a while, so maybe it would I'll be like Mike the Mush. Mike the Mush. Oh, my... I think we just landed on it. We are clicking. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, I have a guess. Yeah. This one has, has to be on the list, I think. I mean, just got bounced from the playoffs recently, but Patrick Mahomes? Quarterback, Kansas City Chiefs? Patrick Mahomes is surprising omission from the top 10. Oh, okay. I know why. His, his new contract didn't kick in yet next year. Yeah. When we come back and do this same episode next year, I'm going to guess him and it's going to be right. Just FYI. Yeah. And I'm looking through here. I see two NFL players in the top 10. Oh, wow. Okay. Two. I'll say it's a very varied list. There's several sports represented here. All right. Let's, let's, let's back up. Mm-hmm. Lionel Messi? A little football? Not football, though. Football? Lionel Messi, whom I didn't know this person existed until not long before today. Really? Where do you think he ranks in the top 10? He is there. High. Soccer players yeah. make a lot of money, dude. Yes, I got to get to Europe and start playing with my feet or something. <laughs> because <laughs> I play with my feet at home, but there's no money in it. <laughs> no? So, surprisingly. Oh, OnlyFans, dude. You got to get going. <laughs> Probably... I think he's in the top five. I would say number three. He's two. He's two. Two. Okay. Okay. Lionel Messi. He is a wow. football player or soccer, if you're a dumb mm-hmm. American. Do True. you know where he's from? I'm sure you do. Argentina. Argentina. Do you, are you a regular soccer watcher? I watch, but I'm not. It's not my biggest sport. I fake it, though, mm-hmm. really well. <laughs> Except I, I tried to pull out a Latin flair on the Argentina, and it didn't work out. So what yeah, are you going to do? Did not work out. Yeah. I'm going to kick you off my show. Please leave. 
All right. Well, this was great. Thanks for having me. And, uh, you know, Brandon will be back soon. <laughs> oh, God, I hope so. God damn, I hope so. We have a large Argentina listener base and you have offended them. I have. But they know I tried. Yeah. Yeah. Lionel yeah. Messi, number two. He's 33 years old from Argentina. He made $130 million in 2021. It's nice. How does that compare to your income, Mike? Um, Pretty close? Yeah. I mean, trivial differences. You know, it <laughs> depends how you run the numbers, crunch them up. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So 130 million, 75% of that is on the field earnings or money that he was paid for playing soccer. The other 20, sorry, football, the other 25% mm -hmm. off the field. And for each of these, I'm going to go into kind of that breakdown. But a few other fun notes. Mr. Messi was number one on this list two years prior in 2019. And until leaving the club in 2021, he had spent his entire professional career with Barcelona, mm -hmm. where he won a club record 35. I think maybe I left off a sentence there. Club record 35 something. <laughs> 35 super championship. Congratulations, <laughs> okay, <great>. Lionel Messi. <laughs> all the trophies and all the cash. I don't know a fucking thing about <laughs> soccer or Lionel Messi or everything I'm reading to you is copy and paste from the hey, internet. So That's good. <laughs> he is a prolific goal scorer and creative playmaker. He holds the records for most goals in La Liga with 474. Does that sound right to you? Sounds dead on. I was going to say 473. I would have been wrong. Ah, yeah. See, this is why you have Nick's notes to do. This is why this. you do the research. Yeah, I hear you. He kept the soccer world on edge with last year's failed attempt to leave Barcelona, a melodrama later punctuated by a leaked contract that showed the cash-strapped club is paying him far more than previously thought. Ooh, well, under the table action. He pads the pay with sponsorships, including a lifetime deal with Adidas. A lifetime deal? I didn't know that was a thing. What does that mean? A lifetime? Imagine that mean he's 90 and he's still putting the boots on and getting out there. <laughs> Look at these three stripes, baby. I might be 90, but I could still run. I could do his ads. Yeah, you nailed it. Uh, it's funny that to think about, he'll be 90 in about 60 years. Oh, you know, are we still going to know about this guy in 60 years? There's going to be so much turnover, not just in sports, but entertainment, pop culture. But he's good, man. I don't know. He's, he's a legend. That's what I'm told. He also has sponsorships with, uh, oh no, he has a clothing line designed by Ginny Hilfiger, sister of Tommy Hilfiger. Wow. Last month, so this was published, I don't know, but recently, let's say. He sent signed jerseys to Chinese pharmaceutical firm Sinovac to help secure 50,000 COVID-19 vaccines ahead of the Copa America soccer tournament. So that's good. I mean, I get, I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> <laughs> See? I'm staying out. Staying out of it. This is why I brought you on. It's great. <laughs> His contract apparently expires in June of this year, so there'll be more drama there. Oh, yeah. He became the second footballer in 2020 to surpass a billion dollars in career earnings. But it's not all roses for this guy, Mr. Messi, because his financial affairs came under investigation in 2013 for suspected tax evasion. Offshore companies and tax havens were used to evade 4.1 million euros in taxes between 2007 and 2009. You know, it's tough. When you have that much money, there's just, there's no way he knew anything about it. That's he's exactly like, what he said. Yeah, but he's probably right. Like, normally you think like, okay, dude, you didn't know. But if you were making a hundred million a year, there's no chance you even realize what mail you got. He doesn't even know he's being investigated. Well, he just hands his money to the accounting people and says, you handle it. Yeah. Just make it, make it make more money. That's all I care about. That's what I would do too. Yeah. Whatever. And that's what he said. He told the judge 
I just played football. I signed the contracts because I trusted my dad and the lawyers. We had decided they would take charge of those things. Classic. Throw the dad under the bus. <laughs> That's what <laughs> you always got to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I meant to tell you this. So I, some of my favorite episodes of yours, of your show is the ones you put with your dad on there. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome. Which is so funny because like the dynamic between your dad is great. You and your dad. And for me, I'm like, I actively avoid my parents even learning that I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I needed the support. <laughs> you know, I was getting going. I'm like, I got three listeners. Maybe you guys could bump it up to four. And they were like, sure. <laughs> and then I run out of guests. I'm like, dad, you got to do another one. Let's go. Get in the studio, man. <laughs> yeah. He's great, though. He's awesome, dude. He's, he's a natural. Yeah, he knows a lot about music. If anyone's into music, listen oh, to yeah. those episodes. They're really yeah, good. Yeah, he, he educated me for sure. Big time. Me too. Yeah, my dad, you don't want to hear him talk about music. He could talk to you about food. He's a chef, so. I like food. That's cool. Yeah, I, food's okay. I mean, I go back and forth. Top on 10 it. most poisonous dishes or something. I don't know. <laughs> most poisonous dishes. Go. But we something. got to test it out. So I'll poison you for each of the 10 entries. You tell me which killed you fastest. Puffer fish. <laughs> I don't know. It's the only one I got. <laughs> uh, well, not only that, you also got Lionel Messi, uh, who's number two. Okay. He, uh, by the way, for that tax evasion, he faced some fines. That's pretty much it. Probably hefty. Yeah, he can afford it. Yeah, you're not wrong. Okay, I'm going to stick in the football realm. Okay. And go with uh, heartthrob Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo, who me and my friend Buster touched on Cristiano Ronaldo. It was on episode 160. Wow. I'd heard the name before that, but other than that, I knew pretty much nothing about this guy. But Buster let me in, or filled me in, this guy is a heartthrob. He's a dreamboat. It's funny that even like, in your guess, it's like you couldn't even say his name without adding that he's a heartthrob. Dude, look at the guy. I mean- No, I, I understand. I have eyes. They work. You know what I mean? It's not my fault. It's just <laughs> interesting. I wish to someday be so good at something or good looking at something that it's just like comes out when they say my name. Yeah. It's also soccer yeah. players. Like David Beckham was the same way. Hmm. And it's like, that's so cool, man. To be such an elite athlete and then this whole group of the earth is like, oh, that pretty guy. And you're like, God, yeah. goddamn right it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Brandon when talk about hot dogs. It's like, oh, the guy that loves hot dogs at the airport, right? Just comes that. out naturally. Yeah. You need a good dog every now and then. <laughs> uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, where does he rank well, oh, hot, uh, I think higher he's... or lower than uh, Lionel? Well, Messi was, what, two? So, yes, two. Uh, Got to be lower than that because I use that context clue and mm -hmm. he's not involved with the law as far as I know. So... I think he is. Oh, okay. We'll get to it. We'll yeah. get, I don't want to step on your note. Yeah. I know how the show goes. All right. So I'm going to say he's top five still, maybe number four. Top five, yes. Number four, no. Mr. Ronaldo McDonald is number three in the top 10 most highest paid athletes of the year. Great joke, by the way. I didn't want to, I didn't want to interrupt <laughs> you, but A plus nuggets. I'm into all of it. Oh, yeah. The nuggets are the. <laughs> I mean, don't talk to me if you go to McDonald's and don't get nuggets. And also, if you don't order a 10-piece, I mean, you're just kidding yourself. You finish the six and you're like, I could have done six more, let alone four. I mean, what are we doing here? Not to keep talking about the guy that's not here, but Brandon, I remember him <laughs> telling me once that like the nuggets at McDonald's are one of those things where if you wanted to kill him, just keep putting nuggets in front of him because he uh -huh. would just not stop eating. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I it's feel sinister. the same way. I agree. It's like you just keep going. And then you can get away with it too because then you didn't kill anybody, right? I mean, no one's true, listening here. True. 
That's right. Someday I hope to have our first listener, maybe with this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get we get away with these things and these discussions because the law enforcement <laughs> agents they don't know yet. So we've talked about poisoned food, poisoned dishes, sure. and now death by chicken nuggets. We're off to a great start. Yeah, but one of them is way better than the other. The chicken nuggets, right? Oh, obviously, yeah. You get a little yeah, sauce. Okay. You get a little dip. <laughs> What's your sauce? But man, tough question. I mean, we could do another hour on this. I think mm -hmm. barbecue, ketchup, and buffalo are all acceptable answers to me. Sweet and sour, too, I guess, if you're into that. Honey mustard? Yeah. Yeah, it's not for me. I'm not a huge mustard guy, right. but I respect the hey, choice. do me a favor. Turn around. Don't let that door fucking hit your ass on the way out. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I've been kicked off this podcast twice already. <laughs> so, third time's a charm. <laughs> I'm not doing well with these guest sidekicks hosts. <laughs> Off to a bad start. We're working through it. We'll get there. Well, let's work through hashtag Nick's notes for Cristiano Ronaldo McDonald. He's number three. He plays soccer or football. He's from Portugal. He's 36 years old. And he brought in $120 million in this calendar year period that we're looking at. 58% of that on field, 42% off field. So $120 million for him. And Lionel Messi had 130. So not too far behind. But Ronaldo is often considered the best player in the world and widely regarded as one of the greatest players of all time. He's won five, you have to help me with this, Ballon d'Or? Ballon d'Or, yeah. Ballon d'Or, of course, I was testing you. You just got to throw up the hands when you do it. That's what can <laughs> really counts for the people that are imagining what I look like. Ballon d'Or, yeah? I don't even know if that's how you say it, but it sounds convincing. You shouldn't have said that because I would have I gone to my death believing that's real. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, well, he won five of those, apparently. Uh, he also won four European Golden Shoes, the most by any European player, and he's won 32 total trophies in his career. He's been number one on this list twice before, both in 2016 wow. and 17. He was also the most famous athlete in the world, according to ESPN, from 2016 to 2019. Good stretch. Just another list idea. Would you wear golden shoes? Now, are they actual gold, or are they just painted gold color? I think, I mean, if you're making this kind of money, you're getting real gold. 24 carat kicks. I won't wear anything less than 25 carat. That's fair. All right. We'll get to, back to the garden, grow one more, and then you must put them be on the a shoes. 24 carat kind of guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's a low budget over there on the link, but we still do what we can. That's why you're the sidekick. That's it. Cristiano Ronaldo became the first person in the world to reach 500 million followers across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram in February. And he followed that up a month later by surpassing Brazilian legend. Pele, his goal tally reaching 770 across all competitions. So that's all impressive shit. Pretty good. Guy can score. Yeah. Let's say that in multiple ways. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Took the words right out of my mouth. He can yeah, score. Yeah, because he plays water polo in the offseason and he's really good at that as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Right. this is what you deal with. You ask. I got the edited button on there. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Uh, his four-year contract is worth an average of $64 million annually, but it expires in 2022. But he, he's not worried about that because he has a lifetime deal with Nike, and he's behind the CR7 business of branded clothing, accessories, hotels, and gyms. All these lifetime deals. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing until now. No. If anyone wants to get me a lifetime deal on... McNuggets. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. McNuggets. Hey, hit me up. Hit, send a DM at Tennis That's Pod. Right. At the link underscore podcast. I mean, we, we both want it. Yeah. Follow Mike there while you're at it. Yeah. All right. In July of 2017, Ronaldo was charged with fraudulently evading almost 15 million euros in tax between 2011 and 2014. 
So here's where the trouble starts for your friend here. Soccer players don't pay taxes, I guess. In June 2018, he was given two-year suspended jail sentence and fined almost 17 million euros after reaching a deal with Spanish authorities. That's a lot of fucking money. (laughs) Reaching a deal with Spanish authorities. That sounds like he just cut him a check for 17 million euros. Yeah, which, I mean, he could find that in his fucking couch on a Thursday. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's a big couch. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I, I mean, I don't know, but probably, yes, a big couch. Yeah, I would assume so, yeah. Ronaldo and another man were investigated by the British Crown Prosecution Service after a 2005 rape allegation was brought forward by two women. Within days, the two women withdrew their allegation and Scotland Yard later issued a statement declaring there was not enough evidence for a prosecution. So, I don't know really anything more than that, but... Not great. He doesn't have a squeaky clean record. Not great. All that beauty going to waste. You hate to see it. Exactly. But here's something good he did do. So, I've Brought you some uh, bad news. Here's the good news. Now we bring us back up. In 2004, an Indian Ocean earthquake and tsunami showed an eight-year-old boy survivor named Martunis, I think, wearing a Portuguese football shirt who was stranded for 19 days after his family was killed. Whoa. Following this, Ronaldo visited him in Indonesia to raise funds for rehabilitation and reconstruction. So that's good. All right. And he was also named the world's most charitable sports person in 2015 after donating 5 million euros to the relief effort after the earthquake in Nepal, which killed over 8,000 people. Hmm. A little bit of a mixed bag with Mr. Ronaldo. Yeah, gray area Ronaldo lives in. If you guys Mm -hmm. have an opinion, you know, comment it on the social medias. Let us know. We'll have a conversation. We'll get in there. Cristiano Ronaldo maybe raped someone, don't know, but he also donated a bunch of money. So we're you just know what gonna... we do is just tag him in the comments of our social media and we'll just talk to him <laughs> about it. Get to the bottom of it. We'll just bug him until he responds. That's what we'll do. He could be a good sidekick guest. You speak Portuguese. Cristiano Ronaldo McDonald. I swear to God, I'll start watching football every football game. Ooh, there it is. If you agree to come on the show and be a guest sidekick host. <laughs> He's even got the lingo going. <laughs> <laughs> every soccer game <laughs> all right okay okay we're done with football or yeah. uh you know soccer football football right yeah sure oh sorry uh, sorry i misspoke there is one more oh man really you want to knock him out while we're here i don't know uh i don't know if i know it but i can try oh, he's got a one word name neymar neymar yeah neymar yeah brazil i uh, never heard of this guy but he has a name like Cher, apparently, Neymar. Exactly, looks exactly like Cher, speaks like her, <laughs> sings like her. Just imagine Cher in a baggy soccer jersey, and you got Neymar. That's exactly right. He's from Brazil, he's 29 years old. 29, this guy's younger than me, and he's earning $95 million. Uh, he's number six on this list. Okay. Of that $95 million, 80% is from on the field. He was number one on this list in 2019. But he had 70 goals in 116 matches for Brazil since debuting at age 18. He's the second highest goal scorer of his national team, trailing only Pele. Hmm. He has 282 million followers on social media. He's the third most popular athlete on social behind the other two people we've talked about, Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. Last year, he announced an early exit from his contract with Nike's Jordan brand and became a brand ambassador for Puma, the mighty Puma. With a signature version of its king shoes. They must have given the bag to go to Puma. I mean, it's not even a top flight animal. Are you a shoe guy? I like shoes. But are you like a snob with shoes? Nah, not really. Okay. 
I like Jordans. I mean, I like shoes. They keep my, they protect my feet, but that's where it right. begins and ends for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not wearing Crocs. I'm not wearing Yeezys. Okay. But I'll, I'll strap up a pair of J's every now and then. <laughs> okay. Just so we know where you stand. That's the coolest I've ever sounded. A, f- a cool what? <laughs> I just peaked. That's the coolest I've ever sounded when I said oh, that. Oh, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's you... a low bar. I mean. <laughs> okay. All right. As long as we're <laughs> yeah. establishing the bar is pretty low. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. Okay, so not only all that shit, but he also, on uh, Epic Games, introduced the avid video gamer into its blockbuster game, Fortnite, with an in-game skin in a competition to wear in a pair of his shoes. There you go. If you can be in a video game, that's a sign you're doing something right. I think so, yeah. I think Dr. Dre just released his new album in Grand Theft Auto. That's true boss Are you status. serious? Yeah. Really ultra cool. Wait, is it like you have to play Grand Theft Auto in order to... No, it's still on streaming, but like okay, okay. if you're driving in the car during one of the, I think he has a mission where you have to like, someone steals the mixtape and you have to like get it back. That's pretty baller. That is pretty cool. Yeah. I have to admit, I haven't played yeah. Grand Theft Auto in a long time, but that's interesting. So, yeah. So get this, 95 million he made last year. He uh, reportedly tithes 10% of his income to the Pentecostal church. Wow. That means whatever church is getting what? I guess that would be $9.5 million, roughly. It must be nice. It must be nice, yeah. That buys a lot of, you know, blood of Christ or whatever they do there. <laughs> <laughs> it buys you a lot of points. And, I mean, he's going to heaven. No yeah, question. Yeah, Jesus that. points. Yeah, sure. But taking away some of those Jesus points because the rape investigation against Neymar uh, came yeah, in yeah, July yeah. 2019. It was eventually dropped, but... No wonder he's trying to get back into the church. He's got to <laughs> do some confessing. He's or, trying to make up. Yeah. You know, whatever those people do. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you have six Neymar, three Cristiano Ronaldo McDonald, and two Lionel Messi. I'm three for three. Has anyone run the table? I mean, I'm sure I have at some point. Well, of course. I mean, I mean, mere mortals. Yeah. And mere mortals don't think so. Ugh. But you might, you could be the first. I don't think you're going to do it though. And I is don't it either, running but... the table if you don't you don't get the orders right. You got to guess the ranking number. Don't too. worry about that. Don't worry about that. The people know. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to go uh, safe bet. Huge favorite of mine. LeBron James. LeBron James. The king, I'm told. The king himself. King James. We know where these football players rank. Where does Mr. James rank? Listener of the show. I'm going to put him. Hey, LeBron. Stop coming to the Knicks. Number four. Close. He's five. Okay. Number Close. five. Close counts. What sport does he play? Is it tennis, tetherball, badminton? I can't He's remember. He's the water polo uh, partner for Ronaldo oh. in the offseason. They play two on twos. It's really competitive. They got the silver medal. Gotcha. Klaus and uh, Jonas. <laughs> they won the gold. Okay. All right. I understand yeah. now. So you covered all my notes for LeBron. Yep. I got it. That's all I had. I come prepared. This is what you get on the Link podcast, folks. This is it. Yeah. You're really selling that show great. If you want more yeah, of whatever best. Mike's spitting out here. <laughs> And y- you okay. do. You do. <laughs> Mike's told you you do, so you must. LeBron actually, I guess in his spare time, plays a little basketball. I'm sure. Uh, in athlete. the United States for the NBA. He's 36 years old, getting up there. He is. But he's not slowing down. No. $97 million in income last year. Most of that off the field, 67%. We'll talk about that in a minute. Nike. He's nicknamed. King James, widely considered one of the greatest players in NBA history, and is frequently compared to Michael Jordan in debates over the greatest basketball player ever. I'm going to 
come back to that. Please. The only player to have won NBA championships with three different franchises, Cavaliers, the Heat, the Lakers, as NBA Finals MVP, and he's also competed in 10 NBA Finals. Mike, you said basketball is your, your main jam. It is. Who's the greatest of all time? Oh, man. And is it LeBron? Is he in that mix? Okay. All right. All those <laughs> listeners that I gained on that plug a minute ago, I'm going to lose them mm-hmm. now. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. I think LeBron is a better player than Michael Jordan. Oh, and I don't even watch basketball, and I'm offended. I know, I know. But I think it's natural that players become better as time passes. I don't think Jordan had the advantages of knowing as much nutritional stuff and workout stuff and having random chambers in his house to keep him healthy. And LeBron (laughs) has played for like 19 years now and hasn't slowed down. And that didn't happen before. Mm -hmm. So it's no different than Babe Ruth isn't the greatest baseball player of all time because he played a billion years ago, right? Like it's just not everything gets better and better and better. And so I think we're prisoners of the moment with LeBron because Jordan is already retired and his legacy is cemented, that I think when LeBron eventually leaves, people are going to go, oh, wow, that was totally ridiculous what he just did. But it's hard to appreciate now. I think that's all fair. Is it true that Jordan's had a disappointing last few seasons, though, right? He, he, his prime or his peak? He came back. He came back. He bought stock in the Washington Wizards mm-hmm. and then played for them, which is the most boss move you can possibly do. I still think he was actually good back then. I just think people like to compare that to his prime years, and that's just not how it works. I think he was underrated in those years, but yeah, some people were disappointed because he wasn't winning championships, that team wasn't good. But I think it's as boss as it possibly gets to buy the team and suit yourself up. Look, I don't don't watch basketball, I have no dog in this fight, but I'm just playing devil's advocate. You can get a dog. Don't fight him, though. The people know I have a dog. All right. LeBron... Better player, perhaps, but Michael Jordan brought the NBA to higher heights as far as uh, mainstream popularity. Is that mm. accurate? I don't know. We could debate this for a while. Maybe the Jordan era, the NBA was in a real lull before him. It was waning in popularity. It was never nearly as popular. And then he really did bring it to new highs and made it global. I think LeBron has done that also. I just think LeBron was coming into a product that was already more popular and Jordan was coming into a product that was at its was at a valley and he brought yeah. it to a peak. So well, and I think hard to compare. I think that counts for part of his legacy. Jordan's that is is kind of he's like the sure. name in sports cuz I even remember that as a kid like yeah, everyone no talked about Michael Jordan. I think people are big on Jordan now because of the documentary that came out. Yeah. I can imagine a world where 20 years from now we get a LeBron documentary and everyone's like, "Oh, screw Jordan, that old dude who cares?" It's no different than like no one's talking about Wilt Chamberlain as the best player anymore or Bill Russell. Like those dudes well, are old hat. Whatever that means. I have no old idea. Hat, yeah. People don't say that. <laughs> they say it. I've heard it once or twice at my grandparents' house. Okay, well, let's talk a little more about LeBron. That's why I brought you on the show because you can offer perspective on sports that I, I can't. Yeah. This write-up from Forbes says that LeBron's not slowing down. The 36-year-old looks as dominant as ever on the court. He's a debuting as a Hollywood leading man with Space Jam, A New Legacy, and boasts a new deal with PepsiCo after leaving longtime partner Coca-Cola. Real quick, like 30 seconds. Did you see Space Jam? I did not. The new I one. I did. I did. And? I think people, before it even came out, wanted to rag on it. And on my podcast, not to do too many plugs, but I had someone that worked on the visual effects on that movie. 
on my podcast, oh, which was kind of cool. I missed that one. Yeah. But people just decided that it was going to be bad before it came out. And then it kind of was. So it's like, uh, all right. But I don't know. It felt more like a, we were just ganging up on it before we knew anything anyway. It was never possible for it to live up to anything. It never stood a chance. So it was okay. But you know, the old one's too legendary. What are you going to do? Well, yeah, a lot of people have nostalgia for that old one. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Bill Murray. Yeah, of course. And speaking of Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, LeBron also recently purchased a small stake in Fenway Sports Group. Gross. Which owns Boston Red Sox, Liverpool. <laughs> LeBron, you mentioned like nutrition earlier, like uh, yeah. Michael Jordan uh, nutrition. James invests heavily in his health, reportedly having spent $1.5 million a year to pay for his personal chefs and trainers, as well as physical therapies of recovery. So, takes that shit seriously, as do I, of course. I spend probably close to that on my personal chefs. Nuggets. Oh. Yeah, yeah on the nuggets. <laughs> when I said personal chefs, I just meant McDonald's. Oh, Ronald McDonald's. The people that work there. <laughs> I think Grimace is still cooking back there. <laughs> I hope not, because he's shedding everywhere, and who knows what the sweat. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let me, tell me if you've heard about this, because you are a LeBron guy, clearly. On November 10th, 2021, in response to Kyle Rittenhouse having an emotional breakdown in court, James retweeted, quote, What tears? I didn't see one. Man, knock it off. That boy ate some lemon heads before walking into court. <laughs> okay, now, before you comment, That's a on funny December reference. 6th, a month later, Rittenhouse, this is, Kyle Rittenhouse is the, like, 17, 18-year-old that yeah, shot two people in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Yeah. He said in response to LeBron, quote, I was a Lakers fan too before he said that. And I was really pissed off when he said that because I like LeBron. And then I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, LeBron. <laughs> I mean. Your take. That's your comeback? Fuck you, LeBron. <laughs> hey, come on, dude. Are you kidding me? You can kill two people, but you can't come up with a better retort? Exactly. G give me a break. You're not even trying now. Hey, fuck you, and man. And also, he just said you, you ate some lemon heads. He said you ate Lemonheads and now you can't like him. You can't like the team he played. Like I, I actually just, think this is a hot take that's going in a different direction because it's hard to oh comment no. on that without offending everybody. But Lemonheads is a really funny choice. And I think like he could have said anything. Mm -hmm. And Lemonheads is a funny choice. I think LeBron really does have well, like... sour. I get it. But he still could have said like any sour candy. But Lemonheads for some reason made me laugh. And he has a really good flair for comedy. Like, he was in the movie Trainwreck, which was really funny with Amy Schumer mm -hmm. and Bill Hader. I think LeBron is going to age really gracefully even when he's done with basketball because he's going to stay doing the acting stuff. He's going to, like, he's way more personable than Jordan. Jordan is just a dick. <laughs> he just likes to gamble a lot. Like, no one likes him. He's just competitive and you respect him. LeBron is actually a likable dude and does all this social justice stuff. And it's hard to judge in the moment. Hell of an ass, too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even put the notes on this just because of time, but on Wikipedia, there was, he had the biggest section out of all the people we're talking about today as far as like his charity work, his uh, community work. So yeah. yeah, big props to him for that. And also fuck Kyle Rittenhouse. Okay, so. That's what I'm saying. Why don't you give me another guess? And Lemonheads suck, by the way. What is he doing? They're not great. But I do yeah. like Lemonheads because they're in the song from Step Brothers. Ah. Nachos, Lemonheads, my dad's boat. <laughs> oh, wow. Deep cut. <laughs> a deep cut. There's a colleague of Mr. LeBron at number 10. Who is it? Uh, I'm torn and I'm four for four and I really don't want to blow it. Come on, hotshot. I'm between two people. I think it might be his teammate currently, Russell Westbrook. Who is your other, other choice? 
My other choice was going to be Steph Curry. Wow. You're wrong on both, bub. Wow. <laughs> the dream is dead. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> hey, do you know anyone that knows anything about sports that I could have on the podcast next time? Um, I don't know. You could call up MJ. <laughs> I mean, he's not uh, playing. He unsubscribed. Yeah. Come on. Who, who, who else are you missing? Who's a big time player in the NBA that you did not mention? Who am I missing? Even I know this guy. And I know him very well for certain local reasons. Oh, Jesus. This is so embarrassing. If you recall where I'm from. Uh... You might not. That's okay. But he used to play for the team here and he left and now everyone here fucking hates him. Oh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is yes. number 10. Yes, yes. He used to play for the Oklahoma City Thunder back when I didn't give a shit, still don't give a shit. But when he left for, I want to say, Golden State. Yes. He was spoken in the same breath as like Hitler here. <laughs> to me, I'm like, go to the team that pays you the most. Why is that a problem? Like, you would have done the same thing. I have never understood that. Yeah, it's really weird. I mean, it's cool that fans are so rabid. He's not even from Oklahoma originally. Right. Like, that's the thing. That's the thing that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like with LeBron, it made sense when they were mad that he left the Cavs because he's from Ohio. Mm -hmm. So it felt like a betrayal. But when Kevin Durant goes from Texas playing in college to Seattle when he gets drafted to Oklahoma City, and then he's like, yeah, I'm out of here. So who cares? For more money and more yeah. championships. To play with a like... great team. And they did win. It's like, give me a break. Also, by yeah. the way, when you go back, edit it so it sounded like I knew exactly where you were from right away. And nope. Just, all right. Well, if your life depended on it, where would you have guessed I'm from? Like, if you, before I said that? Uh, probably like Eastern Bloc, like Estonia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, Mike. Kevin Durant <laughs> earned $75 million in 2021. I'm just pushing right through. I don't even know if Estonia is a country or I, I don't even really <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know either, but I know. <laughs> I know, yeah. I, I wonder yeah. if they have a good NBA team there. Oh, yeah, huge. Uh, Rufus uh, Jones <laughs> plays for the uh, Estonian national team. Just stop. Shooting guard, flamethrower, that guy. Durant made 59% of his $75 million off the field. He's often been called the best player in the NBA and is widely regarded as one of the greatest of all time. I don't think you'd put him above LeBron, though, huh? No, but he's, he's a unique specimen because he's one of the best shooters of all time and he's seven feet tall, so I understand why he's put in his own category, kind of. As a professional, he's won two NBA championships, an NBA Most Valuable Player Award, two All-Star Game Most Valuable, etc. He's one of the most popular players in the league, not in Oklahoma. Mm. Durant's jersey regularly ranks as one of the NBA's best-selling jerseys, and he's consistently one of the top All-Star vote-getters. Now, after an Achilles injury sidelined him for the 2019-2020 season, he became oh. a full-blown media mogul with Boardroom and his firm, 35 Ventures. He was an executive producer of Two Distant Strangers, which took home the Oscar for Best Live Action Short Film, and he purchased a stake in MLS's Philadelphia Union last summer. So he's making all kinds of moves. Kobe did the Oscar thing first. I mean, come on. Now did he? What movie? A, Kobe had a short movie called uh, Dear Basketball that won the Oscar. Very good. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. I'll take your word yeah. for it. It's good. We're talking about a lot of rape allegations on this episode, so I figure you yeah. drop in a Kobe reference and the crowd goes wild. No, uh, no rape that I am aware of for Kevin Durant. But, That's good. But please correct me if, I'm, if you know of one. He cashed in last year when Uber bought Postmates, having invested roughly $1 million in the startup. Oh, wow. Good for him. Yeah. 
So Kevin Durant, do you have any hot takes on Mr. Durant? He's weird. He's definitely a weird guy. He got caught using like a fake Twitter burner account to like <laughs> pump himself up, which is so hilarious and insecure for a guy that's on the top 10 highest paid athletes in the world. Exactly. Did he ever fess up to that? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But it's just like the most unique story that it just stands out in my mind. That's all I can think yeah. about with him, that he's just a weird guy. I remember someone mentioning that to me about the, the burner accounts. It's just so yeah. Like, it's dude, great. you're making $75 million a year. Who gives a shit? I hope he's still doing it, but now he makes them like super obvious, like KD number one fan. So everyone's like, well, that's <laughs> not him, obviously. <laughs> Devin Carant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So we're done with the NBA. We're done with football. You still have uh, two NFL people in here. You have a tennis player. I'll stop giving hints, but there's other okay. sports in here too. Tennis player. I'm immediately torn between, between three tennis players. Well, untorn yourself because you got to pick just one. Yeah. I'm going to say, I mean, 2022, this guy got like basically kicked out of a country, but Novak Djokovic? No. No? What did he get kicked out for? COVID stuff. He, who knows? Okay. I don't know anything about that, but he's not in here. COVID stuff is old hat. Am I right? <sighs> I wish. <laughs> Yeah. Roger Federer? Roger Federer ah. is number seven on the top 10 listener of the show as well. He's from Switzerland. Yeah. Uh, he's 39 years young. He made $90 million last year, but get this, he made less than 1% on the field. Get out of here, really? Which is the lowest percentage on this list. 99% of his $90 million is from off the field income. Oh my God, that's the dream. Just roll out of bed and cash checks. Yeah. I mean, how does this happen? Another good looking guy. Yeah. Well, I think there's a trend here. I don't, I don't know if there's any bad looking people on this list or at least hmm. no one like overly bad looking. Maybe that's the key. We should be oh, athletes. Of course, we've known that about humanity. The, the good looking, attractive people <laughs> go further than, the, than you and I. That's, well, no, that's why we have massively successful podcasts. Yeah. Nobody wants to look at us. They want to hear us. Well, all right. I'll speak for myself. <laughs> Mike the Mush Show has video, for what it's worth. Oh, that's true. Okay, you're great looking, Mike. Thank like you. Brad Thank Pitt you. of the sports podcasting video world. It's almost exactly like that, yeah. Yeah. All right, so Roger Federer is number seven. He ranked number one, though, last year. Wow, really? Yeah. That's wild, because he's, he's been past his prime for a little while now. 39, I guess that is, that might be the oldest. No, it's not. That's, I think that's the second oldest on this list. There's another hint for you. But again, 99% of his income last year from off the field, he had a knee injury last year. So uh, he made his earnings through sponsorships with brands like Rolex, Credit Suisse, and Uniqlo. Wow. His biggest payday yet may come from his stake in Swiss athletic apparel company, On, which is reportedly eyeing an autumn 2021 IPO. Wow. Federer helped to lead a revival in tennis known by many as the Golden Age. This led to increased interest in the sport, not for me, which in turn led to higher revenues for many venues across tennis. He was ranked as the number one most recognizable person in Switzerland, surpassing personalities such as Albert Einstein and William Tell. Well, speaking of good looking, he was voted by GQ in 2019 as the most stylish man of not just the year, but the fucking decade. He beat Timothy Chalamet, or Chalamet, LeBron James, Chalamet, yeah. Harry Styles, David Beckham, 
Justin Damn. Bieber, Kanye West, Ryan Gosling, and others. That's a this murderer's guy. row. Yeah. Wow. To come out of that, that's the real goal. It's not the money. It's just that I'm better looking than all those dudes you just named. That's the win. Like, there's no Apparently there's no better, better looking peak. than Cristiano Ronaldo, too. Oh, which wow. is That's saying something. So, Roger Federer, look him up, print his picture off, put it in your wallet. Great hair. Great hair, yeah. I haven't seen him play tennis, but I'd watch him leave. That does, that's, no, that's it. combining yep. two things. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> in fact, when he gets a really good serve, they... Just for Federer, they replace the numbers with I'd watch him leave. It's generally his, <laughs> it's his thing. It comes up. I'm telling you, That's look good. for it next time you're watching tennis. The next time I'll watch Okay, yeah, yeah. Anytime now. Shout out to all the tennis. Oh, by the way, I should mention this. People have said that they thought the tennis podcast was a tennis podcast. Tennis podcast? Dude, you should. Okay, here's what you have to do. And I'll come back and be a guest for it if you want to. I'll volunteer for this. You start a podcast episode and you don't refer to any lists. We just dive right into tennis and do a whole tennis episode and never refer to anything else. Could you name 10 tennis players? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, well, I guess we'll find out. Great, we'll find out on the next episode of the tennis podcast. <laughs> had, you, had it ever occurred to you, tennis, tennis? Like, I just no. never even made that association when I was naming the show. But it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no. You replace the zero with a tennis ball. There's, this is, there's potential here. Great idea. You have two NFL players left. All right. Two others, which I'll save their sport for now. He gave me a hint. I know he's an NFL player. And if I may say so myself, he's a little bitch is what he is. Tom mm. Brady. Tom Brady, little bitch. Yeah. Wow. Hot take. He is, where is he on here? I hope he's, uh, well, Durant was 10, right? Yes, sir. So I hope he's nine because I just want him to be as low as possible. He's number nine. What's your problem Hell with yeah. Tom Brady? I'm a New Yorker. I'm a Jets fan. Ah. And he's tortured my life since, <laughs> I don't know, he's so old since forever. He's 43. What a garbage human. It's funny how in football or in sports, 43 is like ancient, but in like Hollywood or anywhere else, 43 is like... Prime. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, anyway... He's number nine at 43 years old. He's made $76 million last year, 59% of that on the field. He led the Patriots to nine Super Bowl appearances, a record. Loser. Yeah. And six Super Bowl titles, all <laughs> NFL records for a player and a franchise. It's really fun hating on him because he's clearly the best. And so, like, I really believe I hate, I do hate him. But also, yes. everyone else acknowledges that he's so great, which makes it so much more fun to make fun of him. Also, he has that video on YouTube where he just kisses his son on the mouth for a really yeah. long time. <laughs> what a loser, dude. Get out of here, Tom. Yeah, listen, we everyone doing? is welcome to love your kids. Give them a kiss on the cheek or the forehead. Don't kiss your kid on the lips, especially on television. Dude, like, look, a peck, who am I to say? What are you going to do? A peck, sure. I mean, even I'm against that, but fine. That was like when Austin Powers said he open mouth kissed a horse once because Tom Brady's a horse and he's a bitch. And he kisses kids. But he's a rich bitch. Well, that's true. What sucks is like everyone hated him for winning or for taking the Patriots to nine Super Bowls. He leaves the Patriots. We think, okay, maybe we'll finally get a break from <laughs> Brady Super Bowls. And then he wins the very fucking next what season. An asshole. Yeah. Can you let us have any fun, dude? Thank God yeah. he retired. <laughs> get out of here. If I start seeing him on more commercials now, I'm going to be so mad. I'm fired up now. <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen to all this shit. It's going to get you more fired up. Okay. He's never had a losing season. Gross. He's the NFL leader in career quarterback wins, the NFL leader in quarterback regular season wins, the leader in playoff quarterback wins, and Super Bowl MVP awards. He's the only Super Bowl MVP for two different franchises. <laughs> it's just fucking ridiculous. You know what's crazy? I like people that have overcome some adversity, and it adds up because he just does. I'm sure he has in his life. I'm just hating on him for no reason. But like in his career, there's been no adversity. He just keeps winning and keeps winning. Mm -hmm. And the only adversity happened when he fucking cheated multiple times. It's like, how does this guy have fans? I don't understand. Did he cheat? Well, I know like deflate gate, and then there was this I know, but like was it spy gate? And yeah, dude, they cheat. Okay, they cheated. Nah. Losers is what they Let are. him have his career records. Good. Don't let the door hit you on whatever you said before. <laughs> he, well, okay, so he doesn't just play football. He also has a bunch of endorsement deals. Sure. He uh, is with uh, the eyewear maker Christopher Clues, the apparel juggernaut Fanatics. He was a speaker on the virtual circuit and as a commercial pitchman for like Subway, for example, which he has never eaten in his life, I can promise you. Brady recently launched a film production company and an NFT platform. We can get excited. I know we all love NFTs, and they're not just a fad that's going to go away soon. So two things I don't understand. Why people like Tom Brady and what NFTs are. It's all perfect. I can't explain to you what an NFT is, but it's been explained to me that it's dumb. I have a rule in my life, and I've had this forever, that if the word fungible is involved, I'm out. (laughs) It's interesting because we're thinking of adding a tagline. Tennis podcast, who needs fun when you can have fungible? Yeah. I made this up. No, did you? I'm editing (laughs) it out. It's not good. No, no, you're leaving it. You got to leave some of the misses. You have to leave them in so that people understand that you take swings. It's important. They're going to unsubscribe very rapidly. I can hear them unsubscribing right now. (laughs) I hear the ticks as well, but you know, they're, they're faint. The next thing I'm going to tell you is going to be worth sticking around because it's the controversial strict diet, the TB12 method for Tom Brady, which has attracted much immediate attention. He advocates a daily water intake in ounces of half of one's body weight in pounds and admits to consuming a couple hundred ounces per day. Mike. Relax, man. This is, again, why I don't like this guy. I got one of those big water bottles. I'm a trendy bitch. I get it. Yeah. But come on, Tom. Slow down. Leave some for the rest of us. This is a water shortage somewhere. Can't you die from too much water? I hope so. Well, listen, <laughs> you, you're a listener of the show, so you've, I'm going to assume, at some point heard about my grand scientific theory of someday replacing all water on Earth with peanut butter? Sure. So you've heard course. that. Okay. Yeah, how do you, uh, I mean, if people aren't on board with that by now, <laughs> what you. have you been listening to? <laughs> Quick recap for the new people out there. <laughs> I dream of a world. Whereas I don't, I don't even, it's like, what if, it's a what if scenario. What if, to this point, all the world's water in all of history was actually peanut butter? The rain comes down, it's peanut butter. The faucet, you turn it on, peanut butter's going to slowly <laughs> squeeze out of there. And now, Tom Brady's taking half of his body weight per day in peanut butter. How long does he live under these conditions? <laughs> I want so badly to see a fat version of Tom Brady. There's nothing I want more. Also, how do you feel about creamy versus chunky? I'll take either, but if you're going to make me choose, I'll go creamy. Okay. I feel the same way, but I'm the opposite. I'm the yang to your yang, or the yang to your ying, or the Andrew to your yang. That's how it works. <laughs> you, you blew my mind there for a minute, Andrew to my yeah. yang. But, you know, we can't, 
I don't even want to entertain. I don't want to be ridiculous and talk about chunky peanut butter replacing water because now it's just too much. Too many nuts. Creamy peanut butter, it's like feasible. Right, of course. Like you can think about <laughs> creamy peanut butter like, you know, it, putting your dog's bowl full of creamy peanut butter instead of water. You can't do it with chunky peanut butter. Ridiculous. Well, if your dog didn't get uh, snipped, then he probably uh, likes nuts. <sighs> I hear the applause. <laughs> I'm leaving that one in too. I hear the applause. Yeah, thanks a lot. Been great having you on the show here. Let me tell you more about Tom Brady's diet. He avoids great. most fruits, mushrooms, tomatoes, peppers, eggplants, coffee, Gatorade, white sugar, flour, gluten, dairy, soda, cereal, white rice, potatoes, and bread. What does he eat? <laughs> Peanut butter? So, what I don't see there is meat. So, he must eat meat. I respect that. Uh, I guess green veggies. Guy's too good for fruit. Yeah, exactly. Get out of here. And other veggies too. Mushrooms, tomatoes, what's wrong? Eggplants? What's wrong with that shit? Imagine he was just a picky eater his whole life and he's like, guys, guess what I'm going to do? I eat like three things and I'm going to make a diet out of it. And since I'm a great football player, uh, arguable, but you know, everyone is going to follow this just because I'm skinny and in shape and super handsome and have all these rings and- Married yeah. to a supermodel. Uh, let's move on. I'm done with Brady. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to make you hate him even more. Right. At least he made me hate him even more. Yeah. He is a friend of former President Donald Trump. Classic. And at a political event in New Hampshire on the day before the 2016 election, Trump said he had received a call from Brady and that Brady told him, quote, Donald, I support you. You're my friend <laughs> and I voted for you. I can imagine. But I love that we're hearing this quote from Trump about Brady. Of course you are, first of all. <laughs> and second of all, if they played golf together, which they definitely have, mm -hmm. it would definitely be Brady hitting a pretty good shot. Not great, but good. And then Donald Trump talking about it for the next 16 years. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost going to launch into a Donald Trump impression, but I don't know how to do it and I can't do it. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to make you do that. It's mostly hands, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of hands. Pursed lips. A lot of great, great shot. <laughs> I just yeah. love that he has to give, like, he's giving a quote in an interview. No, believe me, guys, Tom Brady actually just called me. He <laughs> said, I support you. You're my friend. He stops the interview, takes the call, shows the interviewer that it says Tom Brady on the phone. It, well, it even says his wife, uh, Brady's wife, was asked on Instagram whether she and Brady backed Trump. And she replied, in all caps, no. <laughs> but after the Trump campaign, make America great cap was photographed in brady's locker brady said that he was told not to discuss politics anymore which he thought was a good decision <laughs> <laughs> why do you have the hat in your locker? like you're a grown man i don't really even understand like wearing other i love sports but i don't really wear jerseys of athletes because i find it weird to have like another grown dude's name on my back I get it for kids and stuff. And this is a rare take. This is a hot take. I'm losing subscribers now. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't wear like apparel like that. I wouldn't have like another dude's hat in my locker. I don't know. It's well, you wear like a team hat though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. And I guess if you view Trump as like red team, <laughs> then I guess. Which is the fucking problem in this country, how everything's a team like that. But true. that's what got us into this mess. It really is crazy how how like rabid people are about we just said it about their teams and then like somehow that carried over outside of sports it just like broke loose the pen got broken yeah anyway there's a lot of problems in this country but having... number one is tom brady kissing his son <laughs> on the mouth 
<laughs> top 10, maybe. I don't know about number one. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I'm going to do you a favor. We're going to move away from Brady. Who is his NFL contemporary that's higher than him on this list? Oh, wow. I didn't know if there was another one. It's got to be a quarterback. Yep. Um, and you already said it's not Patrick Mahomes. It's not, although it should be. Next year it will be. Might be next year. I don't think he'll beat this. Who just got a big contract? I want to say my favorite quarterback is Russell Wilson, and he's married to Ciara. Is it him? No. No. All right. America's team. Oh, Jerry's boy, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is way uh-huh. up at number four. He did just sign a new contract. Fair enough. His earnings in 2021, $108 million. 91% of that on the field, probably that new contract. Yeah. Um, he's only 27 years old, I believe the youngest on this list. Wow. Quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. He was intended to serve as a backup in his rookie season, but he became the Cowboys starting quarterback after Tony Romo was injured in the preseason. He earned recognition during the year for his on-field success, which included helping the Cowboys cinch the top seed in their conference. He set several rookie quarterback records and was named the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. The $66 million signing bonus that came with his four-year, $160 million contract extension pushes him into the $100 million club as he returns from an ankle injury. But outside or off the field, he also has endorsement deals with 7-Eleven, Sleep Number, and Rec TV. Do you have any thoughts on Mr. Prescott as a player? You know... I used to not really like him as a player for no actual good reason, not like Brady. I just wasn't really a fan. I thought he was a little overrated. But I know that Dak does some cool stuff off the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a real big like mental health advocate, uh, suicide awareness and prevention, stuff like that. So I'm, uh, I gave up hating on him once I figured that out. Seems like a cool guy. And not only that, but also his mother died of colon cancer in 2013. Uh-huh. So he started the Faith Fight Finish Foundation which he established in her honor, which helps people deal with adversity such as cancer. Nice. So there's Dak Prescott. I will say, not a Cowboys guy. I don't think anybody is, except people in Texas. Yeah, I know. I guess that's how it... I'm a Yankees fan, so I guess that's how other people feel about the Yankees, probably. I mean, I'm not a sports guy, and even I know everyone hates the Yankees. Yeah, I know. All right. It's... I mean, we're cooler, though. What do you, we, at least we're in New York. Dallas. Yeah. I mean... True. It's not even the coolest city in Texas. Well, I agree with you there, but you got two left. Okay. Number one and number, I think, seven, right? No, eight. One and eight. Number eight is not like... Is that the tough one? It's a tough one. I mean, I'm guessing this guy's okay. very well known, but it's not like, you know, your typical team sports or anything like well, that. Well, let's go, let's go to number one. Okay. Uh, this is the bad boy. It's got to be Conor McGregor. Yeah. I almost wanted to say Floyd Mayweather still because he just somehow prints money even though he barely fights. But Mm -hmm. Connor is, I mean, slightly more active these days, I guess. So, Yeah, well, 12% of his income was on the field or quote unquote on the field. 88% off $180 million for Connor McGregor. Proper 12. Yeah, proper 12 is the big one. Uh, He has DraftKings, video game, Dystopia, the lifestyle brand, Roots of Fight. Lots of shit that he's got his hands in. He's number one. Another garbage person. He is, not but a he's fan. a great fighter. <laughs> he's not. He's not a great fighter anymore. He's, he's done-zo. I'm well, out on him peak. as much as I'm done with that. Tom Brady. Equal amount. Tom Brady is real just sports hate. 
Yeah. Conor McGregor is like, that's not a cool dude. I don't know why people are fans of no, him. No, he's not. We're going to talk about that. Good. But he is number one. He's an MMA fighter, most notably for UFC. He's from Ireland, $180 million. Number two on the list had $130 million. So, he's, oh, wow. he's solidly number one. The guy knows how to print money, that's for sure. Listen to this. He's the biggest pay-per-view draw in MMA history, having headlined five out of the six highest-selling UFC pay-per-view events. His MMA record is 22-6. and six. His appearance at UFC 257 in January, I assume January 2022 maybe, or 21, I'm not sure. 21. Mm-hmm. 21, okay. Wasn't the triumphant return he had hoped for. Dustin Poirier knocked him out in McGregor's first UFC fight since January of the prior year, but he collected an estimated $22 million for his time. $22 million for one night. Yeah, not even a full fight. Didn't even need to go the distance. Yeah. I mean, got his ass kicked, but... Uh... I mean, to be fair, like, there's all the training and shit you do ahead of time, so oh, it's yeah. not like... Those guys are in their money. I mean, they yeah. definitely do. But he's found a way to be, like, he's so personable that this guy could lose 10 more fights in a row, and the 11th fight will still do unbelievable pay-per-view buys. He's, right. he's almost like Donald Trumpian in that, like, he has his base, and he's gonna play that card perfectly every time. He's so, like... He talks like he's the best, and whether he is or he isn't, it works. It hypes up the fight so much that everyone wants to either see him win or see him get his ass kicked, and he knows that. He's playing the game. I think it's the latter. I think, like, fans, like, people that pay because they love and hope for him to win has to be a minority. I think most people buy those fights because they want to see him get knocked the fuck out. But I also think that he, unlike some other people, he knows he is a bad guy because he's had assault allegations and all this bullshit and whatever. But that part of it feels fake to me. It feels like an act. He's, he's acting to get hype behind the fights, which that I can respect yeah, at least. I agree with that. In April 2018, let's talk about some of these troubles. Yeah. He and a group of others attempted to confront wait, uh, Khabib. Go ahead. You can do it. <laughs> Normagama. Norma, Normagomedov. Uh, Normagomedov. <laughs> Normagomedov. You can do it and then you can edit out the other. Are you ready? Normagomedov. Nergomedov. Nergomedov. <laughs> Leave it in. Leave it all in. <laughs> you, all, you all know if you know and if you don't, who cares? That guy was on a bus leaving the arena. So McGregor and his posse ran up alongside the slow moving bus and ran past it to grab a metal equipment dolly which McGregor then threw at the bus's window before trying to throw other objects in the vicinity. A lot of this was viewed as a publicity stunt, I remember. Yeah. Several on the bus, but not the actual target, Khabib. Khabib? Khabib. Khabib. Khabib is only when he's eating ribs. (laughs) (laughs) The McRib. That's right. To bring it all home. We're bringing it all for a circle, yeah. McGregor pleaded no contest to account of disorderly conduct and was ordered to perform five days of community service and attend anger management. Again, if this was a normal person or a minority person doing this that was not famous, jail. Jail time. In March of 2019, separate incident, he was arrested outside of the Fountain Blue Hotel in Miami after an altercation in which McGregor was alleged to have taken a man's phone and smashed it on the ground. He was arrested and charged with strong armed robbery and criminal mischief. I've always loved the phrasing criminal mischief. <laughs> yeah. It seems so <laughs> minor. It's like if you ring someone's doorbell and run away, that's criminal mischief. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, I'm a, a chronic criminal mis- mischiever in my teenagers. 
Um, in August 2019, last one here, TMZ Sports published a video that showed McGregor punching an older man at the Marble Arch Pub in Dublin. Dublin. Yeah, it's messed up. You can see it on YouTube. It's pretty crazy. I haven't seen it, but I'll watch it and I'll share a clip on our social. It's exactly what you think it is. He just beats up an old guy. <laughs> like it's, you're like, dude, what are you doing? Apparently, this is what happened. McGregor had apparently off repeatedly offered the victim a shot of his whiskey, which the victim declined. So McGregor punched him. <laughs> it's <laughs> the classic like drunk guy at a bar, like do a shot, man, do a shot, yeah. do a shot. And then the guy's like, no, dude, I don't care that you're in the UFC and get your ass kicked. And Connor just punches him in the face. And you're like, oh, okay. It's bullshit. Don't, also, don't harass people and especially don't assault people just because they won't drink with you. You would bullshit. think that a martial artist, most of those people aren't like hot-headed fighters because they know the training and skill that goes into the craft and he is just a moron <laughs> well he th he thinks he's untouchable because he keeps getting away i with guess this so shit. yeah for that shit he had to pay a one thousand dollar fine that's it or one thousand euro or whatever the f yeah euro fine also of course which is like that's nothing of course he got arrested in miami you know it just makes sense he was probably wearing like a button-up shirt that was buttoned once and white yeah. pants it just has to be would not surprise me. Th so the, yeah. the punching the old guy happened in Dublin. The breaking a person's phone was in Miami. Yeah. So anyway, there's more too. I, I didn't get them all, but Conor McGregor, I know you're listening. Thank you for being a Tennis Pod Plus member as well. But please be better about assaulting fucking random people. Yeah. And you know what? Since he's listening, I want all the other people to sign up for Tennis Pod Plus so we can kick Conor out. Get out of here. We don't need your cash. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Well, get out of here, Mike. You got one left. Number eight. Okay. <sighs> Name a few sports you don't watch any of. Is there a... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there are that many. Name one. Is there a hockey player on the list? No, not hockey. No? Okay. That's where I was going to go next. I don't watch a lot of cricket. Not cricket. <laughs> I know that is really popular around the world, but no, yeah. no cricket. We already talked about water polo. What is a sport that some people say? That's not even a sport. Bowling? No, but you're... Darts? Racing. Racing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and okay. I don't know if that's a well, hot take or whatever, but you know, is sure. it a sport? I don't know. Race... Yeah, <laughs> like it racing is. Racing in a car? I mean, I know technically it is, but... From I what I hear, I've never done it, although I would like to go to a track because it seems cool. It's a really, it's physically taxing. Okay. Like to go that fast and to be... Uh trying to control a car that's going that fast. Imagine when you're driving 80 miles an hour, you got to start to pay attention. You need to really Get like... off my back, Mike. Jesus Christ, we get it. You fucking love Formula One racing. You're this biggest <laughs> fan. God damn. Wait, I know it. I think I know it. And I'll tell you why. There was a Netflix documentary about Formula One racing. I think it came out maybe last year. And then Formula One got really, really popular all of a sudden out of nowhere. I didn't really jump into the trend because I'm not an early bird. But is it Lewis Hamilton? It's Lewis Hamilton. He's number eight. Nice. Yeah, he's cool. Good yeah. job. I hear that uh, that's getting popular. People are into it. I don't know if it's a fad or what, but people like it. You know what? No disrespect to anybody, uh, any athlete. I just, I'm not going to sit and watch racing, but apparently Lewis Hamilton is really good. He's number eight. He's 36 years old from the United Kingdom. He races for Formula One. He made $82 million last year, 85% of which was on the field. After racing to his sixth Formula One championship in seven seasons in 2020, the Mercedes driver Lewis Hamilton lands in the top 10 for only the second time ever. He also placed 10th in 2017. His 11 race wins last season, 
netted him healthy bonus payments to go with an endorsement stable that includes Tommy Hilfiger, Monster Energy, and Puma. Hamilton has been credited with furthering Formula One's global following by appealing to a broader audience outside the sport, in part due to his high-profile lifestyle, environmental and social activism, and exploits in music and fashion. So let's get through some not-so-cool stuff. Now, he, he's cool, but stuff that's happened to him that's not cool. As of 2021, he's the first and only black driver to race in Formula One. Wow. Which, of course, comes with racist abuse throughout his career. Mm. In 2008, he was heckled and otherwise abused during preseason testing at the Circuit de Cataluna by several Spanish spectators who wore blackface paint and black wigs, as well as shirts bearing the words Hamilton's family. That's, I mean, no one looks at the people wearing blackface and black wigs and goes, good one. No. Like, who are you doing this for? (laughs) There's no audience. No. What is that? Even if you thought it was funny, or I don't know what you thought it was. What are you doing? Even if you thought it was hilarious, even if your friends thought it was hilarious, do you want to be seen on television doing that shit when you I just, I always wonder who those people are. Like, who are you? Yeah. But where do you go for your wigs? Do you get them styled? I have a lot of questions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a hell of a question i don't know i never talked to a black face nice. and black wig wearer. well first time for everything i just pasted one of like dozen stories on the wikipedia page for lewis hamilton yeah, of like racist but you know being the only black driver in the whole sport that's cool but it also check out that comes netflix with... doc f1 yeah. uh drive to survive is called okay even if you don't watch the sport worth looking into it's pretty good okay i will all right, well, that's Lewis Hamilton. He was number eight. You did pretty good, Mike. Not great. Not bad. Pretty good. I live in pretty good. Yeah. I'm happy with pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm used to like meh or metacore on the other side of the guess, mm. <laughs> guessing <laughs> from this show, but you did pretty good. If nothing else, I bring energy. You got to respect that. I don't have to respect it, but I can acknowledge it. Well, the people respect it. Sure. You can let me know if you respect it. And you can also let me know, Mike, if you respect this top 10. I'm going to go back through them now. The top 10 highest paid athletes of 2021. Number 10, Kevin Durant from the NBA. Number 9, Tom Brady with the NFL, though now retired as of the time we record this. Loser. Do you think he'll come back? He might make a comeback, right? I will never be shocked. I think retirement in sports is so temporary. You never know. He's 43, so it'd be risky, but who knows? Number eight, Lewis Hamilton, the last one we talked about, the Formula One racer. Number seven, Roger Federer, the Swiss tennis player. Number six is Neymar, the football player from Brazil. Number five is the source of Mike's back tattoo, LeBron James from the NBA. Big crown. Number four, Dak Prescott from the NFL. Number three, Cristiano Ronaldo McDonald, football. Number two, Lionel Messi also a soccer player from Argentina, and number one, the bad boy himself, the only MMA representation on the list, Conor McGregor. Good list. Good list. Good list, yeah. That was fun. I liked it. Yeah, thank you. I uh, like to break out sports every now and then. I almost did movies with you because I did movies when I was on your show, but I thought it's not that often I get like a sports enthusiast on the show, so. I respect it. Good call. Mike, I know this is kind of awkward for you since this is your only time on the show so far, but do you mind if I have it go through a few podcast reviews? <laughs> no, please. Okay. I'd like to do it just because every episode I read reviews from people that leave reviews for our podcast. 
And if you want me to read your review, you can leave one on Podchaser, on Apple Podcasts, or on the Good Pods app, and I will eventually read your review. First one comes from Childish John Bino on Podchaser. <laughs> I'd give the show 10-ish out of 10. Right. It's a fun and unique podcast mixed with fun and information and the sprinkle it with more fun. I think there's a typo there. Not to mention there's a ton of bingeable episodes you can sink your teeth into, so stop reading this review and start listening instead. He did say sprinkle and sink your teeth in. He's got a little food theme going. Yeah, which we talked about poison food, McNuggets earlier. Oh, it's ahead of the game. Now be honest, Mike. Is this you? Are you childish John Bino? I played the fifth. (laughs) Just sounds like a name you'd have. You can't make me admit it. One more here from Apple comes from Candela. This is one of my newest additions to my podcast list. This podcast is well done and very refreshing with its original perspective on lists that you would never know you wanted to know. Absolutely amazing. Give it one listen and you'll be hooked. Thank you. Mike, were you hooked after one listen? Dude, I gotta say, all jokes aside, it is one of the more bingeable podcasts. There's a few podcasts out there that I really can listen to multiple ones in a row. It's a hard thing. It's a lot of time, but it really, you guys have found the niche that works. It's great, man. I enjoy it. Thank you. Yeah. I purposely wanted to do a show that was evergreen. Smart. To where whether you started today or two years from now, the episode we're recording right now will still be relevant. Yeah, no doubt about it because I'm hilarious. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What'd you say? It's because I'm hilarious that it becomes stays ever, evergreen, you know? Oh, God. We got to end this thing. The jokes, they never fade. They just... Someone check on Brandon, see if he's ready to come back. <laughs> this is killing me. I'm just doing it for the fans so that they can root for Brandon harder to come back. <laughs> yes. And we do hope Brandon gets back. But Mike, you've been great. I so appreciate you coming on. Why don't you give another plug for your show? Tell us some things coming up, if you know already what's coming up on your show. I've done so many plugs, but I will do one more. Do it. The Link Podcast. I got a lot of different ones planned. Doing a Star Wars one soon, if people are into that, with one of my good buddies. Coming up soon is we do an Oscars episode, breaking down the Academy Awards, watch all the movies, notes on them, all that kind of stuff. And then a lot of guests coming up in the pipeline. We'll see what happens. Sometimes I do some solo stuff where you'll get even more of these corny jokes and me not shutting up, which you've learned more than enough of from today. (laughs) At the link underscore podcast, you can find it there on Twitter and Instagram. You can find it on all the podcast platforms. And then if you're into sports, the Mike the Mush show on YouTube. Subscribe. Check that out. It's got video. We do a couple shows per week. It's live on YouTube, which is fun. So I can't do any of the editing. There's no net, but it allows some live chat with the fans about sports topics, which always gets interesting. So... Mike, you're the man. Hope to have you again back on the show someday. No doubt. Thank you to the listeners for listening. I will be back next week with episode 163. I'll have a new guest sidekick host, and we will talk to you then. Thank you. 